everyone, welcome back to Life Out Loud and happy May. As I'm recording this, um, it's actually the 1st of May today. Obviously when it comes out it won't be, it'll be a week ago. But it's a brand new month. I did a post on the podcast Instagram basically saying it's a new month. Please take this as a chance. Take this as an opportunity for positive change. Don't bring the negative stuff that dragged you down in April on to this month. Don't let it happen. Make positive changes. Do things for you. Take steps towards your accomplishments, towards your future. And yeah, just make May a month to remember, a month that you're going to look back on at the end of the year when you're making New Year's resolutions and you're reflecting on 2023 and think May was a really great month. I did a lot for me in May. One thing I am going to say though, we have had a lot of beautiful, sunny, bright days, but we haven't had a hot day yet, like a really hot day where we can sit in the garden. I think usually we either have a really, really hot spring or we have a cold spring. It's kind of been in the middle it's been warm but it has still been quite chilly we've not had a hot day yet obviously I'm not too thrilled about that but we are en route to summer now I mean there's no excuse June is next month it's crazy I feel like this year is just flying by but I'm going to try and be so productive this month that is also what's going to be my happiness factor of the week in this episode because the thing that has made me really happy is that I've been given a brand new opportunity for positive change to do more to turn things around differently than how things went last month I feel like March was a really great month but April has just been too much pressure there's been too much going on I just needed like a week or so to take a step back from everything I needed to do and just have a break but I'm back full speed ahead now and may as I said is the perfect chance to turn things around let go of all the negativity in April just a reminder that I do want to start including your happiness factor of the week or recommendations in future episodes so email the life out loud podcast at gmail.com or just give us a dm on the life out loud instagram account and then they can be included in future episodes i'm going to wait till i have a good old bulk of them and then i can go through and mention some in episodes but just a quick reminder please head over and do that Today's episode is for my teenage girls out there. It's going to be a very real, relatable one. If there's any boys listening, don't worry. Uh, well, you should probably worry because we are going to be talking about a lot of teenage girl stuff. Relatable stuff. Everyone goes through it. It's fine. Uh, but, I mean, it can be seen as quite embarrassing. It's totally normal to feel embarrassed about these things, but you should know, just as a disclaimer before I get into it, nothing about it is embarrassing. It's all natural. We all have to develop from children to teenagers, from teenagers to adults. It's just life. It's how it works. Yeah, so this episode is going to be all on the teenage years. Everything from periods, puberty, bodies, virginity, everything you experience as a teenager. Obviously, I've talked about school in a couple of episodes ago. I think I did it was episode five and six was it and I split that into two parts so if you want to go over and listen to those then you can but this is all going to be about the physical uh, aspects that come with becoming a teenager and just being a teenage girl in general so the first point I just want to say I mean I've already said it's not embarrassing but 
the stage where you are becoming a teenager, the tween stage as they call it, is actually one of the scariest times, especially as a girl, that somebody can go through. It's totally okay if you are of that age and you're feeling scared and as I said embarrassed because it's a really shit time. There's no getting out of it. It's, it's not a choice, you know, you're getting your period, you're getting boobs, you're getting a bum, you're getting pressured from your friends who are all losing their virginity and you need to lose yours and it's just a thing that happens. It's a natural part of life but I do know that it can be really tough to battle and really scary especially when people might you know be going through things at different times slower than you quicker than you but you just have to remember that everyone develops and everyone goes through things at a different pace and at different times everyone is individual just because your friend might have lost her virginity doesn't mean you need to go and do that just because she's got her period and you haven't doesn't mean you're abnormal everyone's different and when things are right for you it will happen at the right time so don't rush it don't feel pressure and also don't feel scared either or embarrassed none of those (laughs) yes so I think a main point or aspect of being a teenager I definitely wanted to mention was periods. Again, boys, sorry, <laughs> it happens though. Uh, I think one of the most anticipated aspects of becoming a teenager is actually having that first period and thinking about, oh God, how do I tell my mum or mum, as you southerners say, how do I tell my dad? How how do I, do I tell anyone? What do I do? I think that when you get that first period, you I mean, nothing can prepare you, no matter how many talks you have in school, no matter how many times your parents tell you where the pads and tampons are, I think nothing can prepare you for when that happens. I wanted to share my experience. It's a pretty boring, basic one, but I mean, it's relatable. Everyone goes through it. Not everyone has a big period horror story. I mean, I've got a few of those (laughs) that I could tell, but not everyone's first period is horrific. Mine was pretty pretty normal but also worrying and I was like oh my god shit. (laughs) So I got my first period when I was probably about 12, just turned 12. Again everyone's totally different, you might have had yours way earlier, way later, you might not even have it yet but trust me when you've got it you can't get rid of it, you do not want it. I was one of them people who was really eager to have a period because all my friends had already had them I was excited and when I got it I was basically at home I was sat on my bed and I just felt you know the feeling that horrible feeling and I went to the toilet and I looked and obviously there was blood there so then I was at home basically my parents are separated as if you've listened to previous uh, episodes you'll know I was I live with my mum so I was at home just at my mum's house and I went to the toilet and I already knew where the pads were because obviously I, I didn't want to use tampons at that young now. Tampons is all I use but, but I mean we'll get on to that later but yeah it was just I, I just looked and I didn't I was so excited and it was this really big anticipated thing but when it happened all the excitement just left my body and I was like crap. I've now got it and I felt I've had really bad cramps since before 
probably like the first ever period I've had terrible stomach pains it runs in the family all my family have terrible period cramps and that's what bothers me it's not so much the blood obviously it is a faff on it's not very nice but it's the pain that really makes me anxious and uh you know like nervous coming up to a period because it stops everything that happens in the day I mean I can't, when I have my period cramps I just have to curl up in bed with a hot water bottle and some chocolate and just lie there and cry and cry and cry until it goes away and my cramps it doesn't just last for a day it lasts for like five days solid it's horrible but again totally normal so yeah when I seen that I literally I saw it I was straight away you know got changed put a pad on had a shower everything that they tell you to do and I went downstairs and I didn't say to my mum I've got a period I was like uh that there's blood <laughs> and uh she took it like really well she's like oh it's okay you know gave me some advice and all this kind of thing but not everyone's parents are the same just because your mom might have reacted worse or better than that doesn't mean you know it doesn't mean anything everyone take things differently but uh yeah that was my first period basically nothing exciting it just happened I was at home and then the first time I told my dad I was really nervous about telling my dad and I swore myself I wasn't gonna tell him unless I had to not because I felt like I couldn't just because I was embarrassed and I didn't want to so we were out shopping and I we were in Hollister I, I think I don't think we were shopping for anything I think we were just out and I basically felt it again I think this was yeah this was the second time and I said oh can we go to the shop I need to get some girl stuff and he was like what what <laughs> and he just he makes everything such a big deal god bless him and he, he did and he was like, oh I can't believe it but he thought that was my first one obviously because I didn't tell him so then he went and said oh you know first period and I was like no nope, I know what I'm doing it's fine <laughs> this has happened before but that was basically the stories the first time telling my parents it was basically just generic relatable what everyone goes through not everyone has a big horror story for the first period but as I said I have had multiple horrific period stories in public at school uh you know wearing white trousers white shorts uh yeah as I said at school a lot of them happened at school you just gotta think like every single girl has to go through this it's just normal and it's shit and it's horrible that we do and I wish boys would stop saying especially Preston yeah Preston if you're listening which I know you won't be <laughs> you know why are you so moody stop taking it out on me uh, excuse me hun you try having blood coming out of your private part for five days straight and be in the worst agony ever oh getting in the balls hurts worse uh no it definitely doesn't so boys if that's your opinion then you need to just do some research <laughs> literally I mean that might be too TMI but that's usually how the conversation goes but yeah on telling parents they are there to support you they've, they've been well you know female parents <laughs> have been through it everyone goes through it please don't be nervous or worried about telling them no matter who your parents are no matter how they take things as I said everyone takes things differently but they've been through it themselves and they understand and they will be there to support you so if you've had a period you're worried about telling them please don't be it's so normal it's so natural and if you don't want to tell your parents tell a sibling tell a friend tell a teacher don't keep it in because it's a really monumental change it's a big huge thing that will change your lifestyle you'll have to start 
you know, carrying ladies' bits around everywhere. You'll have to, you know, start eating differently because when I'm in my period, I feel sick. I've not got an appetite. Drink more water. Keep hydrated. Uh, it's, yeah, do some research if you're not too sure. If you haven't really been educated at school or by parents, go and do your own research and just make sure you are fully prepared. Personally, as I said, I like to use tampons just because I don't like the thought of and also I have a really heavy flow but I don't like the thought of sitting in it all day it just makes me feel sick but if pads your preference they are easier to use they are much easier and simpler to use but that's just my personal preference and just because it's not yours that's okay but I know a lot of people use tampons as well I remember the first time it was really tough because I mean this is like really TMI it's a big, uh, Lola, too much information, but, but I'd never had anything up there, like, ever, not even a tampon, so it was like, ow, and then I, I tried it once, and then I just stopped for ages, and I was always worried that it was going to get stuck, I always had a feeling, I was like, oh my god, what if I put it in too far, what if I can't find the string, what if I, it gets stuck and I have to have surgery, all those things are normal to think about, but, Again, it's normal, it's fine, but just find your preference, do what makes you comfortable, just because all your friends are, have had their period for a year and use tampons doesn't mean you have to, do it at your own pace, it is better, I think it's more comfortable uh, for me, because again, I'm not sitting in stuff all day and I, I feel uh, more hygienic that way, but just do things at your own pace. And again, don't feel embarrassed or humiliated, obviously you are going to, but if something happens at school, in public, uh, it happens, everyone's gone through it, there's so many times I've been at school, I've come on my period, I've had no knickers, spare knickers, um, I've had no pads, no tampons, the teachers haven't had any, I've had no spare tights, skirts, leggings, whatever, trousers, it happens, it happens to everyone, uh, there's been times where girl, a girl that I knew, it was on the seat, she was mortified, it happens guys it's fine honestly it's all part of growing up it's all part of life and you look back at it and laugh although you might feel like you want the ground to swallow you up at that particular moment leading on from periods with periods comes puberty with puberty comes bodily changes you know uh it can be really scary and painful growing changing getting boobs getting a bum i've never got a bum so <laughs> I've got a flat pancake so you know that's fine but I have got really big boobs and it was horrible as I mean it's like I never always did I think the contraceptive pill really helped along with my growth in terms of my body but it's horrible I mean they put like loads of uh teenage girls and boys who are just hitting puberty in little swimming costumes and force them in a pool together and force them to stand around each other and it's horrible even like growing hair and stuff like that can be really worrying and scary I mean for boys it's like oh my god yes I've grown pubic hair <laughs> not all of them but a lot of them that I know um but for girls it's a horrible thing because then it's like oh my god I've got to shave all the time and it's like a big thing and another thing I wanted to mention is uh growing different bodies and you know, having big boobs, having little boobs, having a big bum, having a little bum, you know, getting curves, bigger legs. It can bring up 
and stem a lot of insecurities that you didn't even know you could have because as a child you're carefree you don't really have those insecurities to worry about you just want to be a princess you know you just want to drive a car you, you don't think about these things that might happen to your body one day until it becomes until it's brought to light and then it's like oh my god I'm she's got bigger boobs than me she's got a bigger bum than me the boys like her she's prettier than me my skin's breaking out I've got loads of spots it's never gonna go away trust me I had my bad skin phase I mean I'm going through it a little bit now as well but it's fine it's totally normal but I understand the insecurities and again just to emphasize everyone is different I didn't get my boobs till about year nine or year 10 I mean now I wish I didn't have any boobs because they are just a pain in the arse <laughs> I can't even run down the stairs without a bra on honestly it's so painful but you just that's all you want you just want big boobs and a big bum but some people don't and that's fine everyone's different things happen at your own pace but I think especially in high school not so much primary school but especially in high school you do feel this pressure to be liked by the boys and you're like oh my god I've got to have boobs or he won't like me I've got to have a bum or he won't like me you know what if a boy only wants you for those parts he's not worth it you don't want anything to do with them but boys and girls or whatever your preference is fancying people and kind of getting that feeling the excitement that you've never felt is also part of being a teenager sex as part of being a teenager getting those feelings you know butterflies and stuff like that um it it's uh it's scary and it's weird but you will get through it and it will tame it will simmer don't worry but one thing I definitely did want to mention which was a really important aspect which I have mentioned literally just before but please do not feel pressure to have sex with a boy please do not feel pressure to have sex with a girl please do not have pressure to lose your virginity it's such a thing that is special and that you are going to want to keep the memory forever please do not do it with an idiot do not do it with somebody who doesn't care about you and please don't do it because your friends have done it and you feel pressure and a boy's pressure in you do not feel pressure into having sex under any circumstance say no you can say no uh Obviously, there's different circumstances with different people. Just because your friend Sally down the road has had sex with a boy at 14 does not mean you need to have sex. It doesn't. It's such a natural thing that happens. But please, do it in your own time. It's uh, it's really strange. It's a really strange thing that happens. And especially as a young girl or boy, it's... Uh, it's like what is going on what is this why do people do this but then obviously when you're in relationships and stuff as you get older it's natural it happens like all the time but the first time is such a big anticipated thing and there's such a big build-up to it and I did want to talk about that although it might be uncomfortable for some people uh, it's important and it happens to pretty much everyone um I'm gonna just be real my uh, losing my virginity was not at all what I'd hoped for, what I wanted. It was with somebody who didn't care about me at all. It was a really horrible uh, experience. That's also really normal. Like, you are rarely going to get someone who's going to scatter rose petals on a bed, light candles, make you feel loved and safe. Loved and safe, maybe, but my experience wasn't that way, and I know a lot of people's aren't. 
uh, I wish I'd waited. I, I mean, it, I felt pressure and it, that, you know, that's like a story for a different day. But I, I wish I'd, you know, give myself to somebody who cared, somebody who loved me for me. I just wish I'd waited for Preston, to be honest. <laughs> but I didn't uh, and I haven't. And I, I don't regret it because I can't really hold that over my head really that situation but uh you know don't regret it but just before it happens try and make sure it's right for you nobody else make sure it's the right person mine definitely wasn't the right person it wasn't the right time it wasn't the right experience so I'm as a you know with from experience I'm looking back and I'm really trying to help girls who've been through what I've been through or may be about to go through what happened to me uh so yeah it just because he's the cool popular boy honestly if he is that person and if he's a lovely person great if he's that person it's most likely he's gonna have sex with you take your virginity and then go and do it with another girl and another girl and another girl you know a boy with a reputation probably isn't the best to go for although it might make you feel better confidence wise and uh patch over some insecurities it it won't in the long run and you'll wish you hadn't they'll go and tell everyone you don't want that it's an embarrassing thing when that happens but it's also really normal and natural you have to remember but you are going to get judged and no matter what you do people are going to judge you for it so just do what makes you happy but please i just can't emphasize enough please do not let anyone dictate to you when you should have sex if you've not done it already oh my god how come you've not had sex yet You, you know or if you do it how come you've had sex already it's too early I lost my virginity when I was 14 and it was really scary and horrible uh the first time isn't going to be great I'm not going to lie yet it's painful it's uncomfortable I mean after that it's fine but as well as that please be safe you know use condoms go on the pill I, I used a condom when I lost my virginity but then I went on the pill and uh it was uh, you know the pill's horrible and that's another thing that comes with being a teenage girl it's um it's it's just everyone's personal preference but for me it, it creates hormones mood swings but the pill is beneficial <laughs> beneficial beneficial to me because obviously contraceptive reasons i am in a relationship it does happen but also because it stops my periods the pill that I'm on which is good because as I said it's uh I do still get bleeding but the cramps were just unbearable it was really really terrible uh so that's something that it's yeah it it's hard people you might not want to go on the pill again just because your friends are on the pill doesn't mean you need to go on the pill if you want to use condoms do that there's other forms of contraception go out see a nurse see gp do some research just yeah whatever's best for you really i found that the pill was the best option for contraception for me because it also kills two birds with one stone but if it's not for you i totally understand it's horrible you'd feel like shit on it it makes your skin break out it makes your boobs grow rapidly you can put some weight on it's uh it's messing with your hormones basically so yeah again just do what's best for you totally I really hope that you've taken something from that and I really urge you to take my advice and move forward with my advice. If you don't want to, that's fine. But I'm speaking from experience and in the long run, all these things, they are normal, they are natural. It happens, it's part of life, but it's the way you deal with it and it's the way you find yourself, which is like a really big part of 
being a teenager that helps you in the long run that's going to help you get through it but again please take my advice take on board at least one thing I've said today and if you want me to discuss this further I'm more than happy to do a Q&A on YouTube about it as well if you've got more specific questions so give me a message on Instagram um or you know leave me a comment on one of my YouTube videos or send me an email address I've always got my email address in the description of my YouTube videos if you want to uh do that ask a more personal question I'm so happy to do a Q&A on YouTube about it or just message you back with my advice responding to your personal matter if you don't want it online. Alright, so just going to jump straight into quote of the week this week, which I really want you to take on board. The quote of the week is, the two most important days of your life are the day that you're born and the day you find out why. I know that's got nothing to do with bodies or virginities or puby, but it does have something to do with the fact that being a teenager, becoming a teenager, is all about finding out who you are, finding out about you. It's also not just about the physical stuff, but developing a mindset towards the future, you know, following your dreams, finding out what your dreams are, finding out the reason you're meant to be here. It's really important that you do that and you take the time to figure out who you are, you know, take a step out. Sometimes you just need a breath of fresh air. You need to take yourself away from things and just have some time for you. All right, everyone, I will hopefully see you next Monday for another episode of Life Out Loud. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to go and give it a review. And again, send in your happiness factors of the week or recommendations, please. And yeah, I'll see you next week. I love you all. Bye.